Show. My name is Turch, and with me via Skype is my co-host, my CEO, and the man that puts the sexy in dyslexia. It's Kieran. How you doing? <laughs> oh, that's that's brilliant. That was a good one. Uh, thank you. Thank it's you. Great. It's great. I'm up here at uh, Ballarat, the Rat, um, <laughs> which is fantastic, and. Uh, like I, you know, it's um, it's going to be fucking cold tomorrow. <laughs> I I just can't believe that. You know how long it took me to set this rig up. I was just telling our guest today how long this sort of. You know what? Before I go into that, how about we introduce our guest to everybody? Sounds like a plan. That sounds good. So with us today is a super hilarious comedian from the sunny Melbourne. Someone that. For some reason, I feel like I've known for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to school together. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always close to home. So with us today, uh, repping the northern suburbs, is Dan the Man. What Welcome the to the show, buddy. On. Thanks for having me. Oh. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, me, me and Turch went to high school together. Funnily no enough, Kieran went... To, yeah, did, you Kieran... Get a, did you get a break too, man? <laughs> I, I, I was there for you seven and eight, then left. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? When I left, became a professional bum. <laughs> I that, joined the club, man. Joined isn't that the, the dream of all parade co- um, college students? That's just that's just the way it is. I'm gonna find this photo. I'm gonna show Dan. I, I didn't realize. It. Oh shit! <laughs> is this incriminating uh, footage? I, hope, I don't. It's think... probably incriminating. I'll find it a bit later on. But I have this photo of us when we were oh, all shit. the way in high school together. It was like Battle of the Bands or something. Something stupid like wow, that, man. but nonetheless. But yeah. Oh, but yeah, so Dan, so Dan and I have known each other on and off for quite a while. Yeah. One of our one of our good mate, we've got a really good mutual friend. What plays yeah. in my band? You've known him for a really long time. But, uh, but you've been doing a whole bunch of really cool stuff. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> you could say <laughs> absolutely cool stuff. And I got to see you on. Oh, was the last? I, week? I, I, I just want to point out, right? Turch has given me no information for this. Show. No, <laughs> none whatsoever. So I'm learning this at the same time our listeners are learning this. And that's this the best good, way man. to do it. That's the best way to do it. But before we go and have a chat to Dan about things, would you like? Would you like the rant for the week? Oh shit! Yeah. Am I doing so, the rant? Or are you doing the rant? I've got a rant. I've got a rant, and I brought this one in especially especially because Dan was here. <laughs> oh, fantastic! My rant, Kieran. Yes. And you might find this weird. Mm. And so might you, Dan. But my rant is about Cards Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity. I rate that game. You rate that game. I froth that game, man. I just I just want to point out, I'm on a mission at the moment, right? Yeah. To get <laughs> old people mission. to play Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Old right. people? Yeah, like, like old people like my dad and my mum. My dad <laughs> had guests over the other day and I popped via his house. Yeah. Who are, they were also in their 60s, right? And then they had, oh, maybe they're 50s. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They had their like 15-year-old daughter with them. And I said, hey, because I was drunk, hey, let's play Cards Against Humanity, right? And the old people loved it, but the 15-year-old girl, right, she would play this with her friends, but was totally embarrassed to be with her parents. And you know what we all did? We ganged up on her and gave her the most disgusting things to read. Fuck, man. Well, look, Kieran, picture this. We've done this many a times. You're at, at a mate's house. Drinking, feeling good. You three beers deep, three beers deep, and you start feeling, feeling start to feel nice. You know, start mm-hmm. feeling good. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you got a little bit of whiskey in you as well. Feeling really, really nice. Feeling buzzed. And that's feeling buzzed. And that's what that's what you want. And then somebody says, "Let's get the cards against humanity out." And that's when you know what. From now on, and uh, has been the last couple of times I've played it with with everybody. That's when I start to go. My night is completely over. I'm done. Right. I'm over it. I think I'm just over Cards Against Humanity to the point of me figuring out it is actually never fun. What? So what about it that you like? What the... Okay. You're a really funny guy. <laughs> no, you are. Yeah. Thank you, Church. <laughs> You're both very funny guys. <laughs> You're really great. But what Cards Against Humanity does, it makes... It is the communism of comedy. Because suddenly, Ooh, everybody is fun. Because everybody's funny you know because what? you got the funny cards. That's 100% spot on. But no one's funny now because it, everyone can win and there's no actual skill involved to win the game. 100%, it's fucking yeah. just communism of comedy. It, it, it gives you... It's the game itself has a tone. Yes. Like you can't interject with your own comedic tone. It gives you... This is the, the stuff. It's like a but meme. It, yeah, There's exactly people right. who aren't funny but they like funny memes. Yeah. It's, and they, it's a game for social like, retards. 
exactly right. <laughs> it gives people that potentially have no comedic timing or value or anything like that, and suddenly they can chuck in a card like big, bigger, blacker dick or quiche and win oh, a Oh, fuck off. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like fake tits. It's the fake tits of comedy. It's Because terrible. like what it does is if you don't, if you're not funny, play this game and you will be funny. Yeah. So for someone who's like, like a funny guy, yeah, and they want to be more funny. To play that game may take away the little. There's funny no, that you there's have. no social value for someone who is funny oh, or oh, who to, can to, say jokes to do to that. To be fair, if yeah. you're playing with you know six other people, right, one out of five people are going to be funny in a round. Yeah, that's you know, the, true. Yeah, the, the but, other but four aren't I mean. funny. But that's what I mean. Like you know, the one of the rules of the game that you can play with is just throw in a random card, and sometimes that random card wins the round. And for mm. me, like, that was the end. As soon as someone said, oh, you can play a game, chuck in a random one, it's funny every so often. And sometimes the random one wins. It's like, suddenly, wait a minute. This is just just arbitrary. It's not even funny anymore. Now it's just sad that we're losing to someone putting in a random card yeah, in the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so over cards against humanity. I can't even, I can't even describe how much I'm over it. it. Is I'm that because it takes it. you a week to come up with those funny opening lines for every show? Look, it does. But that's... But, <laughs> And I'm, I'm sure Dan will appreciate this. It takes time to craft a joke. It takes time to put... You put the putting in the effort yeah, yeah. to make something funny, to make people laugh, is, is like, you know, that's the... It's the hard work that pays off at the end. 100%. That's what you're looking for. It's a long-term thing. Mm, exactly right. Well, I, no, I agree with some of the points made, but I still love the game. <laughs> I'm totally going to play it next time. Oh, oh look, if, if people are going to play... A game like like that sort of thing and you want to play something fun kieran you came over not too long ago from for the housewarming here and we played the jackbox games they're fucking brilliant have you played the jackbox no games? what's the jackbox games? so it's like a game on steam it's like um and you use your phone as your like cursor sort of stuff and like your interactive sort of thing everyone's on their phone but everyone's looking at the screen yep. and everyone's actually interacting with each other the whole time so it's like an aldi's version of a wii u yeah exactly or right the switch it's really <laughs> but it's <laughs> but you know what if you're gonna if you're gonna play a game like that like we we're playing a game where you have to everyone like writes something that's a problem and then it goes to random people and then you have to draw the solution to uh, the problem okay. and explain so it so your so screen is private to other people yeah, yeah exactly right cool. until it goes up there and you have to mm-hmm. guess Trust me, I think Jackbox, because you've got to put in that effort to be funny. You've got to put into that, you know, all that sort of stuff to make it a bit more exciting. Whereas Cards Against Humanity, it's just randomness exemplified and, yeah. and it's everyone else is just trying to, you know, keep up with that. When you told me that you'd be a rant, I'm like, the bushfires, <laughs> the current clinical... No, no, Cards Against Humanity, fuck that. It's <laughs> like, wow. 180, mate, 180. Yeah, bad. I could have gone the Pope, and I was telling Kieran about this. I yeah, was going to rant pope. about the Pope, but you know what? Uh, no, not the Pope. I was going to rant about George Powell and you know yeah. raping those kids and doing all that sort of thing. But it's not funny until I found out that he was actually the CFO of the Vatican, and that, I'm like, "What the fuck's he doing? There's not, no taxes." That's <laughs> not that's not cards against humanity. That's cardinals against oh. humanity. You know, oh, that is good. <laughs> that is good. You can this pay is... him for that joke, Kieran. Yeah. No, no, fuck that. No, we don't pay. We don't pay shit. You know. Yeah, bad. But that's the, my rec. Uh, cards <laughs> Against Humanity. I'm, I'm just so... Maybe because I've played it so much. Maybe I think it's a game, stimulus. if you do play it too much, it loses its value. It loses but its... I think it does. Overstimulus in any regard is no good. Mm. Especially in a card game. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it gets to a point. Have you ever played Telestrations? No, what's that? It's uh, Chinese Whispers Crossed with Pictionary. So you have to draw a picture. You get a card. You draw a picture, and, and someone's then, gonna guess it. While and you're the next it. person, you pass it off. They look at it. They write down words, and that ne- passes it along. And the next person looks at the what you've yep, written, yep. and but everyone's doing it in the group. So like yep, eight yep, people yep, are yep. moving. Th- that's a better game because that's and, actually funny. And it is because I can't draw right. So whoever <laughs> whoever comes after me is fucked. Every round. If, even if it's always fucked after you, mate. <laughs> All of these. Like the fact oh. that you guys like you guys know so many of these games, <laughs> and it makes me feel so insecure, because like every time me and my friends are together, we just get fucked up. <laughs> like I mean, maybe because we're a bit older than you. <laughs> maybe you guys are intellects. Like your your brain needs to work. Like, I let's don't think we're intellects. I think it's just it just you're around other people. You're playing a game. You're just gonna drink more. Yeah. But it just gets more and more degenerate. 
as you drink. Yeah, true. And that just—I basically we play games because we're socially incompetent. You know, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's basically it. That's G- why he's the clinical psychologist and I'm just the accountant. Are you are you a clinical psychologist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are you an accountant? Yeah. Fuck, I feel like shit. <laughs> My earning potential is low as fuck. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but if you make it, you'll earn huge amounts of money. That's true. And we'll still be here doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like, if I make it, you have the first podcast I ever did. That's true. So there you go. Like, Kieran, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Hooray! We made it. So how we about we it. go into a bit of what Dan does? And uh, yeah, fuck, can... fuck yeah! I want to, I want to know what a bloody, you know, because my my career aspiration at high school, right, was you know, careers counselling was to be a comedian. Yeah. Right. Why'd that, you do it? That was my. That was well. It was almost like stuff you school as well. Um, you can still do it though. <laughs> It's you know, still I, a thing. I, I think I will. Well, Church and I were going to have a show for the comedy festival, except for I forgot to put the application in in October. Well, there's um, always the Fringe Festival. Fringe Festival's coming up. There you go. The thing about comedy, this is why comedy is good, because if you want to be a doctor, you apply. If you want to be, I gotta like, if you want to do anything like you apply, comedy's like, oh, you want to be a comedian? There's a mic. Just go jump up and talk. You get some whack people in comedy. Yeah. Because there's no infrastructure of. You know, you just try it, man. Like, so what how, if, so like, well, how did you start? What was like the moment you went, yep, I'm going to get on a mic. I'm going to find somewhere to go and I'm going to bloody do it. I'm going to go do some stand-up. So I was um, I was going out with this girl and it was 2014. I was going out with this girl and... Um, was her name she, Shaniqua? It was, her name was Shaniqua. She was a sexy yep. black girl. She was like... Or <laughs> 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 Porsche. <laughs> Look at like Paul Walker for some reason. <laughs> I watched that. I, I watched that movie for the first time like three days ago. Anyway, anyway, um, I was with this girl and I was very depressed. I was in, it was not a good relationship, and I had a lot of like like fantasies about doing comedy, mm. but I never wanted to do it. <laughs> I and, thought um, you were gonna go somewhere different with yeah, that fantasies about like, fucking you know, a comedian, bad, bad, <laughs> oh, yeah. bad on, relationship. <laughs> what <laughs> were these? <laughs> tell, tell us a fantasy. I just watched Seinfeld and wanted to, <laughs> and wanted to be Seinfeld, but not. I just wanted to have the jacket with the the insert, like with like the candy just, jacket, yeah. oh, the lines, the stripes. But like, not even like him on stage, just did, like his lifestyle. Like he was just the guy, and they'd always ask him like, "What do you do?" And he'd be like, "Oh, the whole concept of everyone, all his friends were working, but he was just the lucky." That that appealed to me a lot. Um, that's got nothing to do with the story. Anyway, I I decided I was going to be a comedian. But I didn't know how. Like, what do you like? Hypothetically, yeah. what do you do? So I went and I googled um, comedy Melbourne, right? And it came up with the Comics Lounge because that's like the biggest. Yeah. yeah. So I went to the Comics Lounge after uni one day. I was just stood out the front. I didn't have any money to pay for a ticket to go in and watch. I was just like <laughs> stood at the front, and the show ended. All these people were coming out, like all these people, the herds of people. And I was like, oh, you gotta talk to something. Like, I just grabbed a guy. I was like, are you a comedian? He was like, no, get the fuck off me. And I, I, was, I was like, hey man, are you a comedian? He's like, no. What are you? I just grabbed like a, a fourth person. I was like, hey, you can be. He's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, how do I be a comedian? And he was like, what the fuck? Like he looked at me like. <laughs> He looked at me like I spat on his mum's face. He looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing here, man? And I was like, oh, I'm trying to be a comedian. Uh, I would really like to try it. Like, how do I do it? And he's like, okay, come back here on Tuesday and I'll put you up. No way. And I was like, what? Like In my head, I'm like, this is like what they say, like Chris Rock in an interview. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I just went down there and they gave me a spot. Like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, this is it. Like, do or die. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't even tell my girlfriend. I didn't tell my best mate Alessio who's doing comedy now. I just went home and I wrote some jokes, quotation marks, <laughs> came back. And it wasn't a set. It was a workshop. Right. So he yeah, just yeah. wanted me to come to his work. He was running the workshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm not going to say who it was. I'm not going to say who it was because I know them now. But <laughs> the workshop was basically like me and four other shit comedians <laughs> who, who I still don't not seen since. Like, I don't know what happened to them. But we were sitting in the comics lounge on a Tuesday night and this guy was giving us a lecture. It was about 4 p.m. And he was he basically said, do not be a comedian. Like, he was like the <laughs> dumbest thing. Like, a festival show will take all your money. Like, just shat all over my dreams. Like, That's exactly what they do with the first accounting lecture. They're like, look, if you're not Jewish, you just can't do it. It was straight <laughs> off the bat. That was one of those things. Wow. We basically, we do the same in psych. We're just like, don't, don't try it. It's too hard. <laughs> Leave now. Do other things with your life. That's the three things that psych, accounting, and comedy have in common. <laughs> high levels of depression. Absolutely. 
But yeah, so he told us not to do it. And I was like a bit shocked. And then after the thingy, I was like, I'm going to come back. So I went to the next one the next week. Mm. It's $5 each week. And then oh. I met I met a guy who said, are you in the comedy, the Melbourne Comedy Festival it's Facebook thing? And I was like, no. He added me to this big group, every comic's in there. And they have like all the gigs. So I just looked up a gig and went to it. I don't know what the gig was now, mm. but it was in um, it was in Footscray. And it was at a video store. Right. It was at a video. And it wasn't like, a DVD store. Like an old VHS blockbuster. It was like a blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a stage and some a bar. And I went in there and I got really stoned. I don't really smoke weed anymore, but back in the day I used to smoke weed. I smoked a joint and I did it. And I went really good. What? I went really good. And I didn't... Everyone says like, your first set's like, just take it on the chin. Like, don't know. Yeah. I went really good. And that's even worse than going really shit. Because you're yeah. always going to live up to that expectation exactly. right at the top. No, because you're an idiot when you start. Like, I'm like, I'm the best. I was born <laughs> for this. I'm the greatest community. I don't need to fucking work on my shit. <laughs> and then I, I went, I did the gig. I, was, I felt really good. So I went home. And then the next day I told my best mate, I was like, hey man, I did comedy. And he was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And he started doing comedy. But I told him I'm really good. So then I, I went and did another set and ate the biggest bag of dicks. Like, <laughs> so shit. And then like, I was like the the re- the first set was my that was who I really am and then you yeah, yeah. so then I kept and I bombed for so long yeah like for for weeks I bombed and I tried like once every two weeks and then eventually I got discouraged yeah and um I fell out of it again and then, uh, that's that's how it was for me like I'd book a big gig like I'd contact the Brunny when the Brunny was a thing oh yeah yeah and they'd put me up. And Sad then, that that's gone because I've actually played gigs back there, with yeah, the yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. So one of the I best venues, Brunny. one of the best venues, and one of the best rooms for comedy. Oh though. yeah wild and um yeah that's since then i've been just doing it on and off and then i went to europe last year and i came back and when i came back i'm like just do it every day yeah so since then i've been smashing every every day i miss maybe like max two days a week but yeah i, I try and get up as so when you time. say like smashing it every day do you mean like writing jokes every day getting on stage every day oh really every single day there's on mondays you can't really get up anywhere there's no open mics yeah so, <laughs> I, so i go to spleen usually and yeah, hang, yeah. just hang out whatever and um, on Saturdays, there's no gigs unless you're booked somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that case, I double up on some days. So on Tuesdays, I try and do two rooms. Um, Thursdays, there's two rooms. There's four gigs on Sunday. I try and do four sometimes. Fucking hell. I just try, try and do what I can. Like, yeah. You know. So just from I didn't realize that there was so much bloody comedy on. Open mics. It's not like I'm getting booked. <laughs> but like stage time, baby. Like five minutes times... If you, okay, people say you should do like three sets minimum a week if you want to get good. Mm. And so I got that, like, I got that into my head, like, yeah. if you do more, you'll, you'll get be better. better. So I just started doing that. And then there's like a lot of people in Melbourne, it's like gigs, gigs, gigs. If you got a car, I, f- I fill my car up with comedians, we'll go for three gigs, yeah. four gigs. like. And that's all a big networking thing as well. Yeah, so yeah. you just have, the, I remember playing a bunch of gigs and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's basically like just trying to get as many as you can just to get better. Yeah. And, and just play and, and just have fun with it. And yeah, you'll get better exactly right. Like, don't go with it. Like, at the start, I was like, really like, okay, you need to do this. Like, <laughs> now I'm just like, bro, just shut up and drive. Get to the gigs. Mm. Have fun. Shake hands with everyone. Mm. Don't, don't, um, don't think of it as like, like when I tell people I do a lot of gigs, they go like, whoa, like mm. the commitment. The st-. I was like, no, no it's man. It's meant to be fun. Five minute drives each way. Like, yeah. boom, 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 boom. It's fun, man. Like, I literally told, told jokes into a microphone. It's not hard, you know. Oh, it's hard, but different one. Oh, we hard. try to do that once a week here, and sometimes that doesn't even work. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, like even coming up with, I would say, Kieran, even writing content just for this show, and this is not like once a week. Did you stand up? No. Nah. You should try stand up. Yeah? Fucking oath, man. You know what? And I, I was going to bring this up later, but Kieran, yes. I was thinking, <clears throat> we've got, you know, pro- semi-professional to professional comedian in the room with us right now. Definitely not professional. <laughs> uh, look, for I, us, professional. Have right? you been paid? Have you been paid? I've done a couple of MC spots and made 50 bucks. There you go. There you go. You're more professional, professional. than us. <laughs> oh. I've, I've, I've always said to... I've always, we've always had a mate who have always said he should do stand-up comedy because he's, he's goddamn hilarious. And he's actually... Got, he actually sits What's down his name? What's his name? His name's Blaine. Blaine. Yep. Cool. And you agree with this, uh, Kieran? Top bloke, hilarious bloke. I've oh, always said for him yeah. to do it. Yeah, uh, I've always said to him to do it. But now I'm thinking because Kieran was trying to get us on the comedy circuit for a little while, and that just did not happen because that's just the way it is. 
But Our bloody interns. The bloody interns, you know. <laughs> this, oh, sorry, he's the CEO and I'm the CFO of this podcast. Oh, no. It works out really well. What's the CFO? Uh, Chief Financial Officer. Oh, Financial yeah, Officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're, e- we're executive <laughs> level, you know. We're, we're more important than the peasants. Yeah, that's yeah, right. We're the only two employees. But... <laughs> But I reckon it would be great, Kieran, in for like, we get like a month or two to write uh, like a five minute set and we battle it out on oh, stage. stage. Oh shit, yeah, let's do that. Is that something you... 100%. If you could help us out with. Dude, I run a room in St. Kilda, I'll put you on. He runs a room in St. Kilda, he can put us on. Oh fuck, this, this is going to be epic. <laughs> this is going to be epic. <laughs> Every Thursday, me and my mate Alessio, Hugh and Adam, we do... Apartment comedy at Apartment 29. Yeah. Um, it's an open mic. There's two brackets. First bracket's book. Second bracket is open mic. So if you if you come up with things, we'll, we'll book <laughs> you. We'll book, book you. Show. You booked me for this. I'll book you for That's that. That's true. That's true. We're not paying you for this though. We're not paying you for that, bro. <laughs> Kieran, is this, a, is, this, is this a challenge? It is a challenge. Absolutely. We're, so we're, okay, put it out there. We have done a few challenges on this podcast before. Yeah. One was uh, a dildo testing competition. I'll smash you all. Which, <laughs> which was blindfolded and it was actually really fun. Uh, we didn't partake in that. We got other people to test the dildos for us. Nice. That's great. And we've also done a push-up competition. Okay. And the loser had to read an apology written by the other person. <laughs> <laughs> what was in the apology, Luke? Um, I'll, I'll let you listen to it later because Kieran had to read it and he really... He, he did all right. With the, with Who the won the competition? So I, I won, and yeah. he read an apology. You that look I like re- you can yeah, do yeah. push-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I even made it... Nonetheless, <laughs> he had to read a great apology, and uh, I'll, I'll get you to watch it later. I think you really like it. Wait, did you really challenge this guy to do push-ups, But Look at his upper body, dude. <laughs> oh, I like, thought uh, that I would have enough time to get fit. That didn't happen. <laughs> we did do... We, you had like a month. Yeah, you had a month to get. I was ready like, to I was like, I'm going to do push-ups every day, and then like two weeks out, I'm like, nah, I'll still smash him. <laughs> I'll smash him. I'm like, he's weak. He's a peasant. At, how many did you get to? Ten? Yeah, oh, something like that. Yeah, ten push-ups. Yeah, it was, on, it was on a concrete floor. You know, we'd had some drinks. How does that know? make it? How does that make your muscles shitter? <laughs> if you were doing it on a trampoline, that would have been harder. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like um. You know, it, it was it was probably hot. Um, you know, multiple factors here, there. You know, yeah. there yeah. you go. But it was great. So I'll let you watch every day later. You'll really like it. But that, I think this new challenge of us doing a five-minute set each, to see who gets the the biggest laugh, might be pretty good. I think. Uh, well, biggest cheer. I think. Let's go for the biggest pop- cheer. Popularity vote. Yeah. Look, I think that you. <laughs> definitely do it. I definitely recommend doing some sets first if it's a competition. Yeah. Don't oh no no no! Fuck that! No sets! No sets! We are both gonna bomb. Bro, this is this is not like the fucking push-ups, man. You gotta prepare. No no, we'll fucking prepare, people. but no 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 fuck no 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 sets. We we did th- that's it. First attempt. First attempt. First attempt. We only do one, we only do one take around here. That's the name of the show. That's oh, the way we go. Very true. Very true. Very. I like that. So. Now, give us some insight then. What's your? How do you get inspiration to write bits and jokes and stuff like that? Is it sort of from what I can see when you um, what is saw you down at Spleen? Mm-hmm. Spleen. Spleen. Yes, yeah. Spleen. Now that <laughs> uh, it was all like you know stuff that's happened in your life and it's like jokes that you sort of yeah, think about yeah, on the yeah. fly, sort of thing, and a bit but, of banter with the audience as well, obviously. But is it like just stuff that you really, really know and just stories about that have happened to you? It's kind of like uh, there's no. Uh, first of all, I, I don't think I'm. Until you're like a good couple, of years, like maybe like five or six years in, I don't think that anyone has a specific joke writing style. Like, mm. I think that you should be constantly trying to bring new things to the, to the mm. stage. Like, I've only really been doing it for max, if you're talking gig wise, I think it max two years yeah. all up, right? So, like, I think that what you should be doing is that if something makes you laugh, just take note of it. Like, that's how I do it. Like, I, I have some stories that I do on stage. Mm. Sometimes I'm like, I'll be talking shit with the boys and I'll be like, oh, that's funny. I'll write mm. that down. It's never like, oh, sometimes just, oh, that's just, that's an idea. I'm going to write about that. And I write it. And as I write it, jokes just come out. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, I th- th- this is actually what I was going to talk about in the rant. Yeah. Was, oh, absolutely. Get into because it. Like, when you go, oh, like, because I, because I talk to girls, yeah. Like, I'm not going to be a dickhead. You go, hey, I'm a comedian. They go, oh, 
And you think they're gonna like, oh, where do you do comedy? They don't ask you that. No, no, go, I know oh. exactly what they're gonna ask you. They don't ask like, oh, like even like, can you tell me a joke? That's not that common. Oh, really? The most common question I get asked is, what do you talk about? On the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What type of fucking... Co- That's like going to a songwriter and be like, oh, you play and s- singing guitar. Oh, what type of... What is, what is the lyrical content of your song? Like, what the... What is that? What does... What are you going to do with this information? Like, what... Are, like, Oh, what do you tell jokes about? Okay, I have a joke about my dog. I have a joke, a joke about my mom. Like, yeah. what... Like, I don't understand. It irritates the fuck out of me. And I, I now I call people up on it. Yeah. When they go, oh, what do you talk about on stage? I go, why are you asking me that question? Yeah. And they're like, oh, come see me, come see me. It's all like this guy's not funny because yeah. he's being so defensive. Yeah. <laughs> but what was I talking about? How do I come up with jokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Just whatever's like, if you say something and you think there's something there, give it a crack. You do, I do as many gigs as I can, so it's always an opportunity to try a joke. Yeah. So I'll be like, oh, I'll just try it tonight. Write the write the keyword so, down. So you're doing like four jokes on a Sunday sometimes. You were saying. Yeah, sometimes. Would it be like four different sets? Or four sets. Four oh, sets. wow. Four different sets. Like, or like, so or like carry like one s- joke over that you kind of like just to try it again or different s- wording or something? Or So it- on Sunday, there's four rooms. There's King Kong in Brunswick. There's another one in Brunswick, but that's not on all the time. Yeah. There's one in St. Kilda. Mm. There's another one in St. Kilda around the corner and there's one in Yarraville. Right. So usually, I try and hit all four. Last two weeks, I haven't been able to because of like, sometimes they're like full or I get there too late or I've got something on. Yeah. Um, but usually... I like doing two gigs because you get to go and try a joke mm. and you try a joke and if it goes really well, then you ride the confidence over and your second set's even better. Cause mm. But what can happen is if you go really shit, you know exactly what you did wrong the first time. So when you do it the second yeah. time, you sort of, you know. You sort of fix it up, change the wording a little bit. Or change the wording. Oh, like, oh, I, I totally know why that joke yeah. isn't working now. I'll try it again 10 minutes later but he's still in that energy and it works. Like, It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh. That's fascinating. Are they busy, these open mic nights? Fuck. Sometimes the, the complete opposite of busy. Like, <laughs> Dead. <laughs> some, like, like, we run a room in apartment, like apartment 29 yeah. on St. Kilda, and sometimes it is jamming. Like, I'm not going to yeah, lie. Sometimes yeah. it's great. Sometimes it's fun. And sometimes it's like, okay, if anyone wants to sit at the stage, we'll, we'll give you a it's free all, drink. Yeah, we'll yeah, give yeah. you anything you want, please. There's no one there, man. Like, and like, that's why it's good because yeah. it teaches you to deal with big crowds, small crowds, people who hate you, people who like you. You're going to love this. I once played a gig and the only two, two people there were my partner and the other guitarist partner. And then halfway through the gig, two dogs walked past the stage <laughs> and that was the show. Fucking <laughs> own. And I went, you know what? It could be worse. They couldn't, gig. Our partners could not be there. Yeah, <laughs> and then we just had to play for dogs. And you know... That those are fucking trustworthy partners. Yeah, well, now she's in my band, so it's yeah. even <laughs> makes it. She's like, I suddenly, guess someone's gonna help this motherfucker. Suddenly, yeah, suddenly um, there's one less person in the audience, which doesn't make it easy, but that's okay. Yeah. Oh well. That, you got any more questions, Kieran, or have you got an article for us? No, I'm just fascinated about the world of comedy. That's do you do you see the big name like acts? Do they come down and try like the open open mic nights? As yeah, well? of course. Um, depends on the room. In St. Kilda, big names come in. Like, I, I think I heard Dave Hughes rocked up, like, I think end of last year. There was no one there. He was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. He left. Oh, really? But Spleen's a good room because Spleen is like pretty much mostly people I know and then like some really good ones. Yeah. And every now and then a fucking huge, like, like. Well, even, well last time I came and saw you, there was a few decently yeah, sized. Yeah, Fiona Lachlan was playing, yeah. Yeah. The following week, I'm shattered because I've been going to Spleen every week for months now. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I just performed. I'm going to take the next week. I took it off. And Danny Boy rocked up. And Danny oh, Boy's no like, way. My, my, mom, my mom likes Danny yeah. Boy. Man. Like, I'm an Indian Australian. Danny Boy's like my Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and Roddy Chang was there last night. Or the night before. All right. Yeah. That's great. And how, does your, how do your parents go about you doing They're comedy? They're supportive. My mom thinks That's it's awesome. good. I made a, st- a Facebook status as a joke and the status was, I'll read it out to you. The yeah. status was, because I was like, I talk a lot of shit on Instagram and Facebook. So like the Facebook status was, it's like something like along the lines of this. Hey, friends and family, after a long, hard think, I've decided I'm going to ditch my goals of being a stand-up comedian and I've decided I'm going to be a promoter at Alumbra. DM <laughs> me for booths. And I posted that. And it, all, like all my mates are laughing and stuff, but my mum commented this on it. And I thought it was very sweet. 
So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me just find it. Can we edit this? Oh, of course. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Wait, it's only one Hang take, on. but it's many I edits. Can, <laughs> I can, I can, I can fill this in. Please fill it in, Kieran. Tonight's show is proudly sponsored by the Three Ravens Brewery. It's the Drood. The Drood is engineered in a small batch of beer and is the product of craft brewing process in which traditional methods... Oh, I can't read that line. Meet extracting standards. We take care to emphasize quality over quantity and to use only the finest ingredients. The Drood is 12% alcohol. 3.2 standard drinks. 12% alcohol, that's... It's quite a bit. That is. I'm always impressed that you can never get through a full read. <laughs> yeah. Just go to my Facebook. Yeah. Uh, That's the Drood from Three Ravens. <laughs> I got to say, I got oh, that's, that's I found my, this. That's my professor card. Oh, sorry, my mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just remember this. Like, in, speaking of Facebook, and I was trying to look it up. Then there's this old photo of me and uh, and our good mate Reb yeah. and a few other of the boys from your year level back in the day. Um, and it was my muck up day, and I'm dressed as Buckethead. Oh, nice. And you guys are all together. I'm just like Jesus Christ. And uh, I remember just going to Jess. Oh, we're gonna go see this stand up comedian. We're gonna go. He's one of Reb's mates. Yeah. And Jess is like, how do you know him? Have you, what's the picture? And the only picture. <laughs> <how do> you- <laughs> What was, I want to see the photo now. Oh, I've got to get it up. I've got to get it up. Uh, okay, so you asked me before, are my parents supportive? I made a status saying, hey, friends and family, after long, hard to think, I've decided to give up my dream of being a stand-up comedian and become a pro for a lumber. Um, DM me for boots. And my mum commented this. Yeah. Never give up on your dreams, Sonny. Change, adjust, reassess, <laughs> but never give up. Life is about evolving. Find feelings that fulfill and do more <laughs> than just those things. It's about balance. Dreaming, doing, and being. So my mum's really sweet. That's fantastic. She's very sweet. Well, Applause for your mum. I'm your mum. I was like, mum, like, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> she got six likes, though. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> she must have been wrapped. Yeah, she was I don't. I think you were... Was, was it you that was saying to me that Niall's dad gets like 600 likes on Facebook for every post that he does? Oh, it's unbelievable. I can't get over it, right? <laughs> He's just a standard, you know, standard person living out his day-to-day life, right? And he posts something and gets 600 likes of his friends. It's like he's in that age bracket where they're all like, we know how to use a mobile phone. Wow. And, uh, and I don't have many friends on Facebook, but look, Jerry's commented, I need to respond to that. Although, <laughs> it's like they don't have that, that selective, like, I don't have to respond. It's like, I must wow. respond. Yeah. They don't, I, I love, they don't quite I love understand it. how technology works. I love when Wogs respond to things that they're like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're doing so well. Say hello to your mother and father yeah. while you're there. We're doing so well too. It's like a, you know, a good paragraph. You're just like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that, Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> you look so beautiful, Judge XXX. <laughs> Bloody brilliant. All right, I got an article. You got an article? Uh, so, I got it. So, we got, what's, 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 so, you, we, so what we do is, uh, other than uh, get cool people like yourself on and yell about stuff into microphones, which is, you know, which is fun too. Uh, we we read some, we find some news through the, the week that is a bit strange, a bit stupid, and make some uh, stupid comments about it. Cool. It's really easy. I can sense what this is going to be about. It's going to be good. So, Kieran, what do you have for us over there? Is it more Pornhub stats? No. Deadly spider venom. More effective than Viagra for curing erectile dysfunction. Men Spider-Man. Who, yeah, yeah, go for it. Men who are struggling in the bedroom could soon have a new, more effective way to treat their problem. Scientists have discovered a bizarre new way to help treat erectile dysfunction in men. Church, you're going to love this. Oh, thanks. It's just what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to the research, the toxin from one of the world's most venomous spiders, right? Uh, in other words, some people were uh, bitten and then found that 30 minutes later, they had painful erections. But scientists took this and applied a special gel, uh, which now means that they get rid of the pain and in 30 minutes' time, they can have a super powerful erection. This sounds like a really... I, I would just go to Viagra. They are now, <laughs> they are now doing sounds- this in a clinical trial. Can we get on the trial? I think so. This but sounds it, like the script for the Spider-Man porn page. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? He gets bit by a thing and his dick hurts. Like, he's like, oh. And then he wakes up, he's like, 
with these powers. <laughs> with great responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, uh, then his uncle gets shot. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't state how long the erection lasts. Yeah. Well, yeah. is that super long though? Or is it super hard? No, apparently, apparently super hard, right? And yeah. so, so hard that it's painful. Like too much blood was flowing into the penis. And right. that's when they put the gel on. The gel cures. No, like no, the gels. Numb. The gels got the venom in it, right? But right. they've got the gel to get rid of the pain because of the spider being painful, the venom uh, being painful. Yeah, right. As well, so you get so. the full effect of the, the the horny stuff without the actual pain. It seems like a winning combination. That's There's a thing called Viagra. That I is was going to say Viagra <laughs> seems like the easier option, you know. And then you know, yeah, and it's like you know, you don't have to get a spider to bite your dick unless you <laughs> like the pain. That would be a very weird fetish. Because you can't buy like Viagra with spider. <laughs> <laughs> but you can get spider without the pain. Yeah, that's... Uh, you know, like, girls the, are into... Like, a guy could be into like... A girl could be into like any fetish at any time. Like, guys, like, you know, you meet a girl and you date her. It's like, oh, I'm into this. Like, guys will be like, yeah, it's all right. I mean, I'll, I'll give it a go. But if you're into like something s- even subtly weird... Mm, it's and, hard to... And then it's... Like, I feel really sorry for the guys that are into like feet... <laughs> wow That's so funny you say that Because My roommate Okay Oh like, go on Bro Me and my roommate Were in the car yesterday And like Not even a, Like not even like A young like hot Like oh mama sita Just like Imagine if you typed in A female Like a woman On Google General woman And he's like Bro look at her feet I was like Man Wow bro She's wearing like the, the, the Nike slides with like the fluff on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, she got like fluffy slides. And he's like, that's <laughs> even better. <laughs> that's Ooh. really weird. I, 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 can't, I don't understand that. There's this um, Stone Toss um, comic and it's like uh, and it's like two blokes. One says ass on his t-shirt, one says tits and they're shaking hands in the second panel. And then the third panel, they're looking over to something and there's a really deformed guy and they're just on his <laughs> shirt. It just says feet. feet. And I'm like, wow. yeah, that's, I think that really sums up the whole um, tit to ass and 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 feet there's actually, sort of there's actually a tag I use um, at comedy if someone heckles me yeah and I if they're a guy and I'm like trying to shut them up and I want a, a quick line I go you look like someone who's gonna ask me after the show tits or ass bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it should be, the real question should be you should uh, we can extend that and go which hand do you do you wank with with ha- which hand yeah that would be right hand. Well, if you're right, I think. Oh, just, yeah, true. Like if you're right-handed, makes sense. So but the question is actually: Are you left-handed? Or are you right-handed? Yeah. <laughs> no need to make no, it about There's you. guys out there that, that go the opposite. Yeah, bad. Ambid or ambidextrous. I've definitely gone through phases. Like the, like the summer <laughs> of, of 2010 was definitely a lefty couple of months. I think you just like every so often you give it a give it a go. Yeah, yeah. make it nice and easy. Okay. <laughs> this is why you need the spider erection for to make sure that you can test out all yeah, these true, left and yeah. right handed sorry I was um, just I've just never thought about ambidextrous wanking before I was like oh okay yeah maybe that is a thing <laughs> you know you're just like now you're thinking gotta give it a go <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> I know what he's doing after the show that's why he got so quiet he was like all I need to do is get some of that spider venom and we're gonna fuck shit up tonight <laughs> spider venom pictures of feet and left hand he's ready to party tonight Ooh, that's boom. that's, that's <laughs> hey, not not that I'm a stand-up comedian yet, but when Turch and I have a uh, battle off, right? Um, someone needs to yell, at, "You suck!" Because I've got the best comeback to that. Yeah, well, you can't ask people to heckle you. <laughs> no, because it will get heckled if you shit. Yeah, because it's because it's you suck, and you yell back, "Yeah, but at least I don't suck cock like you." Oh, yeah, okay. I've heard that, but I've heard that before. Yeah, but you know, maybe they haven't. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> You don't want to start stealing jokes get right from your first gig, bro. You just want to write a couple. That's because that's what it is. Like that's the competition. Like to see who gets the bigger laugh. Yeah, I think so. So if you want to get the biggest laughs, you gotta have the best stuff. You got. I think. I think you just gotta hit them hard, Kieran. I think you're gonna tell one of your great long stories. And just really, <laughs> Kieran is the king. Of 40, Forty-five st- minutes, and we're, we're, <laughs> Do you, know, you know when you know when um. Uh, Abe Simpson is talking to uh, Mr. Burns and he's like, oh, we just tell stories that don't go nowhere yeah, and that yeah, the yeah. onion on the belt. That's Kieran in a nutshell. Nice, nice. <laughs> it's, why uh, you guys are doing podcasts 45 minutes over three minutes. Sorry? That's why podcasts are good because you can talk for 45 minutes. 
Yeah, we used to knock out about an hour. I don't know how we do it. Cool, cool. I think yeah. the, long, the longest has been two and a half. Two and a half hours? I think so. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That was with... Uh, but we did have a very special guest on that one. Who was it? It was a uh, actor and director named Adam LaRosa, but he was also he also into conspiracy theories. So we went real deep. Oh, okay. It was our Alex Jones episode. Of, oh, of, shit. Of, uh, yeah, it was awesome. He was like talking about his films and how he, he's starred in things and about to... Um, Who's the best guest you've had on the show? Your favourite? Best guest? Oh. Well, have you ever seen the What's Only Bugle on Facebook? No. Oh, well, he's like a... He runs a satire news site based yeah. around What's Only. We've had him on a couple of times. Um, he's yeah, he's pretty good. He's just a solid, always comes back on. Trash was also very good. Trash is good. He's the drummer from Dead City Ruins. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he was awesome too. as well. We've had a whole bunch of great guests. Uh, MQ's a MQ, rapper we've had yeah. uh, Ike, Ike Major as well he's come on Ooh. down he's done that jeez we've had a whole bunch of guests I don't know every every show is a little bit different yeah. and sometimes we just yell at each other for an That's, hour those are the best and it works the Joe really Rogan podcast those are my favourite ones it's great it's just him and a, like Tom Segura or something well yeah I'd, like I said I just watched the one with Alex Jones the second yeah. time <laughs> oh boy that was uh, oh, I've got to get onto that one I've got to get onto I've heard great things about it you should it's really really Funny. But Kieran, I've got a news article for you. Fantastic. On, on the other side of, of, of uh, the spectrum. So here we go. Police officers in Jordan, Minnesota, were called to check on the welfare of a man standing motionless out in the cold wearing no coat and hugging a pillow. When the officers arrived, they found the man was actually a cardboard cutout of My Pillow <laughs> CEO, Mike Lindell. <laughs> Of what? Oh my god! My pillow. <laughs> my pillow. Like, is that some sort of pillow brand? Yeah, it's just a pillow brand. Just yeah. Uh, so the police so said cut those... him out and stuck a pillow to him. No, no, no. It, the, I'll show, you know. I'll, you know. Before I was going to continue on, but I do have a picture of what the cardboard cutout looked like. I'll sh- I'll show Dan first. That's that's what. <laughs> what actual fuck? <laughs> you know, can you can you see that one? Yeah. Oh, look at him. He's cuddling <laughs> his pillow. Cute. It's kind of cute. I like him. So he's the CEO of a company called MyPillow. Someone just put out a cardboard cutout of him. And the police said on Facebook, those cardboard cutouts can sure look real from a distance. And the caller certainly was not wanting to get too close, thinking it was a deranged person standing outside in the cold, (laughs) hugging a pillow. It's always better to call the police. Why did someone have that cardboard cutout? And and don't you just chuck it in the bin? (coughs) I want to know where you get those big cardboard cutouts. Like, you know when you watch Home Alone and he puts like that Michael Jordan one on the train? Yeah, you can get them online. You can, you can get them online? You send them a photo. Yeah. And if it's a certain resolution, they can print it. No I've fucking way. <laughs> really? Kieran, it'll be like you're in the room the whole time. <laughs> That's actually Sorry. a really... I'd, I heard about this like maybe two years ago. I haven't thought about it since this moment. But it's a really handy thing to have. I think the amount of stuff that you can get online now is getting a bit... Yeah a bit crazy I think like there's really niche markets of of stuff that you can buy like you know it's just, it's almost like people start companies up to make joke products like yeah, this yeah 100% you know I think we should start the fake poop company <laughs> just little <laughs> the what company? Th- uh, fake poo so we'd get a 3D printer and yeah. we just print fake poo and just and just sell it for like 10 bucks each wow that's a really good idea Amazon online Amazon Big bucks. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. What do you do? Um, what do, you do I, I now, I now know show? how I'm going to do my my comedy show. Right. Know, how, know right. how you're going to do your comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have a cardboard cutout and then just, you know, have me pre-recorded and press play so I can sit and watch myself <laughs> and drink. It'd be perfect. That's, bro, that's potential. Like if you, if oh, you man. had a mic set up on the cutout and you could sit at home <laughs> and just talk shit, you'd have more confidence than Ted because you wouldn't be present. You'd That's have true. the advantage. You know? <laughs> You'd be like the answering machine. <laughs> everyone's a, everyone's a gangster on the answering and, machine. And no one would be, and you wouldn't be able to hear who's heckling you, as uh, well. You could just plow right through. Yeah. Oh, that's like just... imagine. That's not good though, because <laughs> they could be yelling anything at you. Shh, don't tell him that. But you have to have. It's a competition. I'm trying to win. You need an earpiece so yeah. you can interact with the crowd, but then there'll be a delay. <laughs> So he'll be like, you suck. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) No, no, you suck. At least I don't suck balls like (laughs) you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. This is going to be too much fun. 
I think we could do this. This is this is a terrible idea, and that's why we should do it. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right. So you guys both went to parade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazingly, we survived. <laughs> How often did you play the penis game? A lot. I played a lot. I, I think I think I still do. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. I don't, I'd say we'd play it on the podcast, but that would be a stupid idea for all our I, listeners. I, I, <laughs> me and my friend Georgia was talking about this the other day because we went on a plane. We went to Byron, and um. She was like, let's play the penis game. Like, like, why would we play the penis game? Let's play like the fucked... Let's play the cunt game. Yeah. Penis course. is not the worst word you can yell out. If you yell out penis, it's not like, oh, this guy's crazy. It's just like, oh, this guy's playing the penis game. Or he might just be saying something like, oh, there's a spider on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> spider be my penis. <laughs> yep, yep. Fuck. So, you, so you're like convinced you're on a plane going to Byron, was it? We're going to Byron, yeah. And... You're going to play the cunt. Silence and me and my friend George are sitting there and I'm like, well, let's make this real. Let's play the cunt game. Because mm. you yell at cunt on a plane. Yep. Even even cunt, I don't think that's the worst word. If we're actually talking stats here, there's a lot worse words than penis and cunt. Two, I, I love penises. I love cunts. I that's think fair enough. Great, you know, that's fair, fair enough. I think but, Australians are really comfortable with the word cunt. Exactly right. Cunts but I think right. like the more overseas you go, I think yeah. it suddenly oh, changes. 100%. But yeah, so we were playing the cunt game on the train, on the plane. And that was a bit more... That would, I think in high school, that would have been a better one to play. I think so. Can't. I think like you're still growing up, like, you know, you're still gaining that confidence in high school to do all that sort of thing. Yeah. And to, you know, go straight for the, straight for the cunt. Yeah. I think you've got to get through the penis first. Well, yeah. we, we went to a Christian boys' school, so yelling penis is probably pretty much welcome. Well, you know. <laughs> that's, and that's why we have a, uh, a cardinal in jail at the yeah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bad. Yeah, Cardinal Pell. Well, a 1800-year-old Roman penis carving has been discovered. Some oh. things never change. Yes! <laughs> uh, the article's actually very boring. Um, but, nevertheless, an 1800-year-old penis. Hang on, can, can you see that? Ooh. Ooh. Wait, oh, where's okay. the camera? There we go. Oh, yeah, I've got, wait, wait, I've got a screenshot of that one. <laughs> Does it look the same as a penis today? Amazingly. Whoa! <laughs> That's the, so. It'd be funny if it's a Tatian. Yeah. <laughs> That's proper. Uh, you know what? I went. I went to Germany last year, mm. and um. Where'd you go? I was there. Uh, Oktoberfest. I went in October, but I went off for that. Oh, there you go. But we went to one of the uh, went to Hamburg, and Hamburg was once owned by the Romans, like you know, like two thousand years ago, sort of thing. And they still have like a lot of Roman uh, artifacts on the ground. They still pick them up and finding mm. this and that. And a whole bunch of them were like fertility gods. But all the fertility gods you think, oh, would be female and like, you know, show tits and all that sort of stuff. No, these guys were like carved statues of guys with giant dicks. Wow. <laughs> I can just find a photo of it for you guys. But yeah, like all the fertility gods were male with giant penises. And I couldn't stop taking photos of them because I thought it was the funniest thing. Dick pics. Yeah, it's but like imagine sitting there. I'm carving a penis of a god, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's going to be there for you know forever, for, for literally ever until a rock breaks. Here we go. This is a, this is a real, real, real sculpture. I took a photo of. Oh my! That's a fertility god. Yeah, it's a fertility god. I think I'd stick with the spider. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not geeing me up. <laughs> that looks like someone flashing someone. It's yeah. Oh, it's it's very impressive as as and art. This, and this one is my favorite. I'll show this one to to you first, Dan, then Kieran. Oh my god! It's got some girth. Yeah, it gets bigger. That's a that's a that's a, the, the the first eggplant emoji. <laughs> that like gets bigger as it goes on. Hey, Kieran, I know you like this one. Do, do you know what the problem is? My um, I don't know. My internet's gone a bit crazy, so it's all blurry. <laughs> I'll send. I'll send you the dick pic later. It will be fine. <laughs> it's like, oh, that looks really good. Hmm. Blurry. <laughs> I have this. <laughs> I think most girls have the same impression of dick pics when they get them. Hmm, that's that's very good. Thank yeah, you. What do I? What do I? Si- put it to the side. Yeah, what do I do with this picture now? <laughs> oh dear. All right. Um, I got another one for you, Kieran. Yeah, fantastic. Do you know, uh, Dan, do you know who Tommy Wiseau is? Yeah. Have you seen the film The Room? I've heard a lot about The Room, but I haven't Oh, seen. fuck it. We're going room. to The Room. We're going to The Room. We're going into The Room. We're going to take you. We're going to The Room. Okay, so it's actually room this, is... this Saturday. Is no. It? Oh, no. It's the first Saturday of the month, isn't it? Yeah, that, it'll be it, next month. It was last Saturday. 
All right, next awesome Saturday, April Saturday, Saturday the sixth. We'll book it in. Book but it in. Eleven thirty so at room, night. So the room is a film by this guy named Tommy Wiseau, and mm. it's considered one of the worst yeah, films. This is what the disaster artist. Yeah, about, yeah, about the, the disaster artist is about. Yeah, so kids are one of the worst. It's absolutely hilarious. I've seen it so many times. I've shown it yeah, to yeah, Kieran. Yeah. We've watched it together and laughed and drank and this and that. But Tommy Wiseau has recently been in some new films with his writing partner, and it's all, they've also been like, uh, like a uh, kind of like a thriller. And they're actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's still going around, doing the rounds, doing the rooms around with the, the room and the new film's best friends and stuff like that. But he's just sort of been more in, on social media recently. Kieran, did you see Tommy Wiseau play the Joker? No. Oh, yes, no. yes, I did. You did? I did. He actually did a fantastic version. In what did he play it in? Well, he just, they just read uh, for some of the bonus content. On the new film, they just re- recreated the scene with the Joker and Batman mm. in the when Batman bashing him. Where is he? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. when he's in the yeah, cell yeah. and he's interrogating him, and he does a fantastic job. And it's like a, it's not like a, it's like a it's like a real thing. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's fantastic. But Tommy Wiseau, great character. He's sort of very, very eccentric, yeah, and he's yeah, just sort yeah. of been a bit of everywhere recently. He decided that he wants to get into professional wrestling. Oh, really? He does, but no. he doesn't want to do anything too. But he's fancy. fucking old. He's old. Well, no one really knows his age. He's always kept it a very. But you much can tell he's old. He's an old guy. I would say like late fifties, early sixties sort of thing. You know, he's obviously had a bit of plastic surgery done, and he's not so much right there in the head. Okay. But yeah. he's, he's it's good value. Nonetheless, so he tweeted out not too long ago that he wanted to he, he and he tagged Vince McMahon and the WWE that he wants to introduce. Ronda Rousey, who's now a professional wrestler at the next WWE event that Ronda Rousey is, pl- is performing at. Ronda Rousey, isn't she a UFC? Yeah, so she was UFC and yeah, MMA. So, and now, because she bailed out, she's now a professional uh, WWE wrestler. Oh, a WWE's WWE fake. It's a fake? Yeah. Yeah. So she's a fake. She yeah, I know. Being the <laughs> it's acting. She's women of all time. So now she's a, a, an actress. Yeah. That's that's a bit shit. He still need like athletic prowess to you know to to do. Yeah, but compared to UFC. Well, less bloody, I guess. More money. Yeah, true, true, true. More more consistent work rather than once every two, two every, twice a year or something like that. That's like me being a stand up and going fuck it and then turning into like the host of The Price Is Right. I would love to be the pro- I would love to be the host of the prices right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah but co- hey, that, that he's not true. a comedian. But Jeremy Jeremy Clarkson is bloody hosting Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in England. Really? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. That's wild. That would be. You know, what? I would rather him than Eddie Maguire because at least, like, if you get it wrong, like, he just punch you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. They do like him over his lifeline. He's like, you're an idiot. I don't yeah. know this shit. <laughs> That, it's, a just, ca- it's a car question. He suddenly gets really angry. It's like Eddie with the with the footy questions. Eddie McGuire is the Australian Jeremy Clark. I think like so. You either froth him or you hate him. So he's from Brody. Yeah, he's from Brody, and he worked his way up. He was um, a sports journalist. Mm. It's oh. impressive. They, yeah, I don't like Eddie. Oh, actually, I don't mind Eddie. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I love your flip flopping. <laughs> it's like instant. This is why you'd be the best politician ever. No, no. Other people I know hate him, and I've always hated him because. But I'd never know why I hated him, and I'm like, oh, he's actually all right. I don't. I've got nothing against him. This is like my bit on Michael Bublé. <laughs> That's right. You did do a bit on Michael Bublé. Uh, yeah, this is the exact same part. I don't know why I hate him. Oh. I don't know why I hate him. You hate Michael Bublé. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, man. Like he's just got a that face, you know. I don't like him as a musician. I absolutely hate him. Yeah, he's I think he's just not that he's a hack, but he's definitely a hack. He's definitely like old people vibes. When he, I feel like he thinks he's mad. Yeah, he thinks he's like, oh fucking sick. But it's like, bro, you're not that good. No. Yeah, like uh, look honestly, some of his songs I'll hum to if I hear it. But you know, I don't think he has any. Apart from like a like one or two original songs, the rest are all just covers, covers of yeah, old covers. classics. Or and he doesn't never doesn't oh, he does like Frank Sinatra songs and all that James Dean songs mm. or oh, Dean Martin songs and stuff like that. And he never does them as good as the original. So why even if you're not going to make it either really different to the original or like in, really in your style, if you're just literally just getting the sheet music 
playing, you know, getting the band to play exactly the sheet music, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. and then just singing over the top. What's the point of that? Hundred percent. And anyone who goes from internationally renowned musician to morning show host, go fuck yourself. Like, that's not the appropriate <laughs> jump. Like, what do you? Do? I used to write albums. What do you do now? I introduce the weather. Like, come on, man. Oh, but, but it's the same as like Joe Rogan. He's doing podcasts now, but he was like the host of like a whole bunch of TV but shows. Joe Rogan and did it when he was young. Joe yeah. Rogan was like, I want to start my career with this thing that'll make me money. Mm. Michael Bublé was like, okay, I, my <laughs> album's aren't selling anymore. What can I do? He just releases a Christmas album every year. That's, yeah, I think that's all he does. Fuck him. Yeah, and he makes a fucking killing. We would do that too. If we could see. Oh, don't get me wrong. If I had his manager, I'd be like, Give me some Christmas albums, bitch. Every week. <laughs> Make me the host of The Price Was Right. Ah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sad The Price Is Right. That was always my favorite game show. Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched it. You never watch it? Ga- oh, Price Is Right is top tier game show. Yeah. Either that, I really used to love, uh, what's it called? Uh, Bert's Family Feud, Family Feud back That's in the day. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But Price Is Right, I don't know, something nostalgic about it with Larry Emner on it. Oh. And- <laughs> that was that was family viewing. That was just the prices. Were, oh, and just just when they've got to guess how much it costs and they've got to rank it. Oh, <laughs> you know the the thing you don't think that costs the most, you know, is like really fucking expensive. I swear those prices were inflated. I I, I think that I think if you win the prize, you still. I know in America, if you win a prize, you have to pay the tax on the prize. What? Yeah. Fuck off. Whereas here, whereas here, I don't think you have to. Yeah. And right. I think like if you win a prize in America, like a percentage of it is actually taxable, whereas it's not here, which is good because prize money is not uh, is exempt from um, taxable thing unless you put it in the bank and gain interest on it and stuff like that. Mm, right. So the accountant finally comes out right at the end. This is the worst. Yeah, Can so you stop boring the, the listeners with your accounting? I know. Well, Kieran, you got another article for us? I do. Cycling race forced to pause after female rider catches up to the men. Ooh. Wait, say it again. During a cycling race in Belgium, the leader of the female pack forced officials to halt the women's race after a gruelling pace caught up to the men who started 10 minutes earlier. That's pretty good. I know. I think that's pretty amazing. I'm just, just so the girls caught up to the guys who had already well, just, started. Just one, right? Yeah, just one. What a, what a sick bitch. Uh, uh, caught, I caught up to them, and they had to had to close. Uh, we came too close to the men's, so we had to get a neutral time gap again. So it was a bit sad uh, as they had to close the race down. Wow, you think they would set that up a little bit better? Yeah, you think they would. I think like, I think if she catches up to the men, fuck it, race with the men, beat the men. Well, the men are going to be in a almost in a pack anyway. Like she'd only catch up to the last yeah she's group yeah. of men. She might as well just stick in the pack and go for. She's not like the other people are going to catch up to her. She's hmm. in good stead. I think she she should have just kept going. That's well, just lazy. Yeah, that that is just terrible organizing. Hey, but I want to make a plug. You want to make a plug since we're talking about sport. And I think it's only appropriate. Uh, my cousin, Rochelle Rogers, right? Check her out on Instagram, people. Uh, is won the Tokyo Marathon for the females. That's amazing. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You have to, po- you have to po- give me something to post up on the Instagram or something like that. I, I will. I'll send something over. She, um, she, I can't remember what she did it in, but she, j- she ran the Melbourne Marathon last year and came second. Right, uh, and she did the Tokyo uh, marathon in two hours and thirty-four minutes. How many kilometers is that? Uh, it's forty-one kilometers or something like that. Jeez, man! I got puffed out running for fifteen minutes. <laughs> Put it out there. I have not been to the gym in two weeks. I'm really feeling fat at the moment. You still beat a bit of push-ups. <laughs> Is that another competition we're going to have to do on the... Me? <laughs> yeah, yeah 40, sorry, 40, 42.2 kilometers, two hours and 34 minutes. And she said she wasn't even... She wasn't even... Um, she said she still had a lot of energy at the end of the race. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. So she is on track for the Tokyo Olympics. That's amazing. I'll definitely have to put something up about so, that. Cause that's, just, that's an that's amazing wild. feat and I can't, I, I, I can't even... I, I mean, I saw her last year when she ran in for the Melbourne... Melbourne uh, Marathon, right? 
uh, Sunday morning, and it was it was great because I actually found a decent coffee stall on on you know to enter into the MCG. Right, I got um, a donut, um, an Oreo cookies and cream like donut. Oh, it was amazing, right? And then was able to, and it wasn't too cold, so I was able to like stand there and eat and drink while she ran in, and I had a great time. It was fantastic. And then we went out for lunch. So I felt like what's a, what's a Instagram and what is Chakra follow? It it is uh, running uh, running Rogers running Rogers R O D G E R S yeah got it Rochelle Marie that's it oh yeah that's hey. right she got married she changed the last name <laughs> she's not even your cousin is she? <laughs> <laughs> this is just, this is like the weirdest plug you've ever done no no her last name her last name is Rogers. It's the best read you've ever done, but the worst plug you've ever done. But it's very good anyway. I tracked her a follow. There we go. Shit, One, she's got 21,000 followers. Fuck me. Maybe we should get her on the podcast. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, think, That'd be wild. I think we should. Could ask her how, we could ask her how she runs. And then the challenge that week could be who could run longer, you two. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, not even like, not even 40Ks, obviously. Maybe like 5Ks. That's a, that's a big enough. That's, that's a good More challenge. than the 2K run. That's cool. At Parade College, plug. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> do we really want to plug that? <laughs> if I've got to run, we're doing. I'm getting a handicap. Aren't you already? Wait. <laughs> anyway, here I think we've kept this man already far too long. He survived a whole hour with us, and sometimes I'm loving it, man. Yeah. Well, we'll have to have you back on. But Dan, where can we see you next? And plug all your stuff. So, um. Where can I? I don't actually know. I do gigs every day. Yeah. Just message you on Facebook. What, I was going to say, where do you post your, like, you know, we Oh, so, I've been, I've been, like, so, I should, so I I have a Facebook page. Yep. And I don't really use it that much because I just use to share what I, what you say. But it's Dan Rosario yep. on um, Facebook. Yep. I have a private account that I use for private because because mm-hmm. jobs and shit. Yep. And uh, <laughs> my, my Instagram is Dan Demand. That's yep. my Instagram. So follow me on Instagram. Um, me, okay, this is a good plug. So on the 12th of March, I'm opening a a monthly room in Northcote at the Wesleyan. Oh, awesome. And, oh, I uh, fucking love a, the Wesleyan. Yeah, it's a great venue for comedy, man. 12th of March, that's a Tuesday night? It's Tuesday night. Oh, every, it's going to be the first Tuesday of every month. Awesome. The first week's coming up. I'm emceeing. We've got Geraldine Hickey. We've got, um, we've got a couple of big names. So, and it's only going to go up from, from this. The first one is what we've got installed. It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So that's, it's going to be $10 tickets. You can buy it on Eventbrite. I think we're releasing all the stuff tomorrow. So Awesome. Well, give us the link. We'll chuck it in our stuff and get oh. promoted on our end as well. Keen. That's Keen. awesome. All right, Kieran. What time does I it start, Whistling In? Oh, yeah. What time does it start? Oh, it starts about 7.38, I think. We, we're, it'll, all the information will be on our page. And Excellent. Stuff. Well, we'll send that through. We'll chuck it up for, for all our lovely, uh, lovely wankers out there as well, and they'll Certainly. be able to... Is that like what you call your fans? Yeah, we had a vote. Uh, this is like the third time I've had to uh, uh, explain it in the last couple of weeks. Like but yeah. Lady Gaga calls her fans like little monsters. Yeah, yeah. Like well, you know, we put it up to a vote. There was like two or three names. And one, this vote, I think uh, like a, a fan actually said, we should call it, like, it'd be funny if you call us wankers or something like that. And we said, oh, well, you know, we thought like of a different name. We put it up to a vote and wankers won like overwhelmingly. What was the other two names? I can't even remember. It was yeah. long ago. But anyway. Shit, but, man. But anyway. For all your wanking needs, <laughs> make sure you follow the We Only Do One Take podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, a death threat, or a rant, record it on your phone and email it to us at weonlydoonetakepodcast at gmail.com. Dan, thank you so much for coming along. Thanks for having me. Uh, amazing to have you in, stu- in in the actual proper studio. And Kieran, thank you so much for being in the, pro- Ballarat, in the, in the Ballarat studio. It's amazing that we can actually sync all this up. It's actually a lot... This is a lot cooler than I ever thought it would ever be. It's fucking... The screen, the video screen of you guys is frozen from like ages ago, so... Oh, that's good. It's been picking my nose, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Anyway, all you lovely wankers out there, we will see you next Thursday. Fuck yeah. Right, so sh- this competition, this competition's is on now. It is. It is. Shall we clap? You know, clap so we can sync the audio. Oh, oh yeah. Let, let, let's do One, that. Let's two, do that. Three. three.
You know what? I'll work it out. Okay. <laughs> you know uh, what? I do have. I have a rant from a. a um, I have a rant from a, a fan. I've never listened to it. And I didn't know if I could play it because I didn't work out that much of the audio. Or maybe I'll find it and we could just play it. Fuck yeah. By the way, I went to a party on Saturday. Yeah. Right. I wasn't meant to be there. Um, sort of Ryan was like, finished up in the city and he's like, oh, I'll come to this house party. So I turned up at like 1am, right? And it was fucking hippie central. Anyway, I had a, I had a great time. It's like a party. <laughs> uh, it was just fucking... I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. Like, just crazy shit. Anyway, I like, there was like these two people and I just was opinionated and obnoxious and told them that they were wrong about life and everything. Yeah. Uh, I've never heard you talk about like, <laughs> talk like that before. <laughs> right. To the point where they got so infuriated with me, I got asked to leave. <laughs> you got asked to leave I got asked to leave, um, leave from this party that I wasn't even invited to. I'm very impressed. Hey, it's fucking hilarious. I'll, I'll edit this little bit out, but I've got a, a listener rant and I just want to like play it because I, I haven't listened to it yet. One sec. All right. Let's see if I can find some, uh, that one cable. So wait, what did you, what were they talking about that they, they asked you to leave? Oh man, that was just, it was just shit like, um... Oh, you know, the vibe and oh my God and oh, the energy and we've got to do things like this to save the world. And and I'm like, how? Like, what? Like, if you're going to save the world, what are you going to do? Like, give me some actions here. Stop being... Have you ever been to a dwarf? Yeah. Would you ever go to a dwarf? Go to what? A dwarf? What's that? Like a bush dwarf. What's that? So a bush dwarf is a big party in the bush, like huge speakers... And there's a lot of fun activities that go down. Rainbow Serpent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rainbow Serpent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is Alice. This is one of our regular listeners here. So she sends in rants every so often. Morning, guys. It's Alice here. Um, long-time listener, occasional contributor. Um, just have a little public service announcement for those fuckwits out there who push the pedestrian crossing button and cross before the little man turns green. Stop fucking doing it. I don't like sitting, waiting around just for shits and giggles when you're not even using the crossing properly. I'm already running late for work. I don't actually have time to sit there and look at an empty pedestrian crossing. In future, just don't do it. Thanks. Alice, I want to provide you with a bit of advice here. Don't be late for work. <laughs> I have never been late for anything in my life. I am on time and organised. And I think if you were that, you wouldn't feel this rage about the crossing walk. You know what? I know that you're a doctor of psychology and all that sort of stuff, but God, you give the worst fucking advice. <laughs> I'm just surprised, like, you're a doctor of psychology, but you're kicked out of a <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how'd you pass those exams, bro? <laughs> uh, I think that's enough. 